0: You're listening to the I Don't Know Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your host, Annika, and this is episode number 34 Why We Love to Hate. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our lovely podcast. We're really just easing into this episode really softly because we're going to be talking about hate today. (laughs) And so we just wanted to start really relaxing because... Everybody just come on in. Yeah, yeah, come on. Everyone relax. It's not a big deal. But we did want to talk about hating because... (laughs) Well, Karen will go into the details, but we wanted to talk about why it's so easy to start hating or why it's so easy to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, because hate mm-hmm. is such an intense yeah, emotion, why yeah. is it so easy to feel it? Yep. And why is it so easy to go there like immediately when something doesn't yeah. go your way or someone's bothering you? Yeah.
1: So Karen, da, da da da, go right ahead. All right. Now that we're all just I ease calm. them into it. I Thank ease you, them Monica into it. for getting everyone prepared for
0: <laughs> our hate episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so so it's funny like how you were saying why is it so easy and I I immediately went to like we, I think I buffer with it okay yeah it could be a buffer I can see that it's like I want to escape another emotion so I'm going to hate like my action is mm, going to be hate I not even interesting think huh yeah anyway, I just thought of that well maybe that'll fit somewhere in this um okay so the reason what kind of brought this whole topic up for me was I was um reading about the story in the 50s like I love history and I was reading the story in the 50s about these skiers that were skiing in Russia and they were going on this big expedition blah 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 and it was kind of like this mystery that happened in in the world where they were found dead like and no there's no reason like no one knows what happened and okay. they were all found in like these really weird positions and in different places and some of them weren't found for a while later and their tent was like cut open from the inside so like, that it was like they had to escape the inside of the tent for some reason and they were in each other's clothes some of them weren't dressed all the way weird. just really weird circumstances okay it's okay. like I, I some people might have heard about it and remind me after this to tell you seriously about it. Yeah. I was love really to hear just, Now
0: I'm like, okay, let's just do a murder mystery. I love, mystery in, I, love so. I
1: love those like kind of stories where you don't really know the answer, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it was like, again, it was in the fifties. And so I looked up and I was reading this article that someone wrote about this happening. Right. And, and there's still debate of how they died, but I I feel like they pretty, sh- they're pretty sure, you know, how they, how it happened. Like, sci- okay. like scientists now. So anyway, um, this article, the, the vibe of the whole article was very hateful. It was very negative. And I was just thought it was so interesting. Like here, these hikers have been killed and you're going to write a hateful article about how, how they shouldn't have been out there and how unprepared they were, and what idiots they were for going on the ski expedition. And it was just really struck me, like, why would somebody write such a hateful article about people you don't know? Yeah. And I realized, like, while I was reading it, I was thinking, I think that this vibe of this is, is like a a way that this writer is comforting himself.
0: Okay.
1: Of like, this would never be me. Yeah. This would never be me and I would never be in this position. And I I don't ever have to be scared about going outside. I see, I see. Right? Like, it's like a comforting of like, this will never be me. And how I make sure is I hate it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Okay. So I want to talk about like other ways, reasons why it's so easy to go there. So one I think is to comfort ourselves that like that will never be me. Or like if, if say we're judging and and hating on someone, it's like, I'm never going to be, I'll never be like that. Okay. Okay. Um, It's also a great distraction from your own insecurities and weaknesses. And, you know, I've, I've, people say that like things that trigger you are usually something to do with you something that you are still like insecure about. Mm -hmm. And when you see someone else do it, you get like judgmental and you hate on it. It's almost like that. it's like almost denial. Yeah. Okay. You know, I see. So it's like a distraction so that it's easier to judge someone else than actually confront your own insecurities.
0: Okay. I see.
1: Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then another one is like, I think it fills a void for us. Um, it fosters connection quickly with other people. Right? Like, if we can hate on something (sighs) together, that that feels almost like a connection, right? Like, um, wow. the only problem is it's usually short-lived, you know? And real connection, like, from love is, like, patient, right? Mm -hmm. And kind. And, like, it takes time to develop and Mm -hmm. vulnerable and blah, blah, blah. So, sometimes we get in a situation where we're out of our comfort zone. Maybe, like, a new roommate situation in college or a new job and it's like I'm feeling out of my comfort zone I don't know anyone and sometimes the easiest way to have a fast connection is to talk crap about someone else with someone else like mm. we both hate her yay like now I have a friend a solid friend you know what I mean like a a fast connection that like now I'm not alone
0: that is so funny that you said because as someone who's been in a lot of roommate situations um I I now that you say that I notice like the times where I've gotten really close to my roommates really fast is so when we all have a roommate that's like really messy or we have like a common enemy, I guess you would say, or mm-hmm. a common person that we all kind of are like, mm, why are they, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Someone mm-hmm. that we can kind of agree not is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And so that's just really crazy that you say that. Cause I totally have seen that, but also it's crazy that you say it's short lived because I do feel like it causes a lot of problems because if you're talking negatively about someone else, it's, like, you can get close to them, but also I feel like trust goes out the window because they deep down know that if they're ta- if you're talking crap about someone else, yeah. you're going to talk crap about them, too, if they if they step out of line one time. So, it is, if they do yeah. something... Yeah, up.
1: which is the short-lived part, right? And right. And it's, like, how it kind of bites you in the butt later. Totally see it. I totally yeah. see it. So, that's so, funny that you said that. So, I think, like, what all... Like, we I talked about, like, the three, three things of why I think that we go to hate, right? Okay. Is... But underneath it all is fear. Okay. Underneath all of these reasons, whether it's to comfort myself that I will never be in that hiker's position. What an idiot. They were idiots. Right. Right. Or like um, judging someone so that you don't have to like confront your own insecurities, Mm -hmm. you know, and or the the, or connecting with someone quickly. Right. Those are reasons. Those are ways that hate shows up. In our lives, okay, and and with the whole like connecting with someone quickly, we're talking gossip, right? That's hateful, yeah, right. So, fear is the underlying emotion in all of those situations, okay. Which is interesting to know. That is very interesting, right? It it doesn't start with hate; it starts with fear. (laughs) And where does fear come from? Our survival brain, right. our survival brain motivates us with fear.
0: Yeah. It
1: feels like the only way I can get your attention is to get you scared. Yeah. And I want to motivate you to move and take action and put yourself in a safer situation. Yeah. We're he- you know, we're here in this new job and you know no one. This is dangerous. Yeah. Fear, 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 and then hate becomes the action or the feeling mm. next. So, Good to know, right? Good to know. Good to know that it's coming. It's your survival brain, and why I wanted to talk about it is because when we are in survival mode, when we are listening and letting our survival brain make our decisions for us, we can't create, and it's just crazy to like really know that that's what's happening. When we're in survival mode, we are literally surviving. We are reacting. We're reacting to everything around us and we're being acted upon. When we can break out of survival mode, we can start creating our lives. We create our relationship with the things that are happening around us, which we talk about all the time in this podcast. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. It's like, because it's like, this, it just feels like this, oh, I hate, you know, and it just comes up. But, mm-hmm. like, if you know the, like, reasons where it's coming from and why you might be able to catch it, Yeah, you might be able to find it, and you might know some questions you can ask yourself. Yeah. What am I scared of? That would be a great one. Like when you start because feeling hate? Because behind hate is your survival brain mm-hmm. and fear.
0: Yeah. It's interesting to see how much it negatively
1: affects you mm-hmm let's talk about that yeah let's talk about why you can't create when you're in survival mode like like that's such what a is what, sad you, what is thing? actually happening for you yeah what I, what I loved when I went to school was you're not actually giving emotions to people <laughs> you're just not yeah when you're hating someone you're not they're not feeling it like you think they are like you're not teaching them a lesson. What you're doing is you're carrying around the vibration of hate in your body. Yeah. Which is hating yourself. Yeah. Because you can't make anyone feel hate. You really can't. And you can't go out there and create wonderful, loving things in your life. If you're feeling With hate. the vibration of yeah. hate going on. Totally. So you're putting yourself in your own prison. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So why why is it? Okay. I also feel like another thing that I was thinking is. I think sometimes, like, when I feel hate or feel, like, disdain for something, it's almost like I'm pre-punishing myself to not be like that. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: Like, um, you know, when when we were young and we would get in trouble, we, like, we knew that if we did that again, we weren't going to feel a good, a positive emotion, right? We're going to feel a negative emotion because we're going to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. We're going to get yelled at or whatever. And so it's like... We we've associated with the anger part and like the the, the 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 mean voice of mm-hmm. like getting yelled at. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like with doing better. Okay. Okay, so it's like I have to make sure I feel this really strong emotion of hate to remind me not to do this. Yeah. So I know that a lot of people genuinely think that I will do better if I beat myself up harder. Yeah. And that is why we, that, and when we're, we we feel that way about ourselves, it extends into other people.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, this
1: is how I can stay safe from this attribute this person has. This is how I stay safe from that getting on me I is see. I'm going to hate them. I see.
0: And if I hate them, I won't be that. Yeah. Or I it's, won't try that. And it's pre-punishment.
1: That. I believe that's pre-punishing ourselves. Like teaching yourself, I'll hate
0: you. Yeah. If you do yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Like, Karen, if you ever do what that chick just did, I'm going to hate you like I hate her.
0: Oh that's and it's like, so scary. But, but and what's sad. sad
1: is like I think that that's helping me not do it. Yeah. But what it is is it's punishing me for something I didn't do. Yeah. And then I don't trust myself.
0: Totally. And, and it's just like spiraling mm-hmm. negative effect mm-hmm. after negative effect.
1: Yeah. So I so talking about like why it's punishment, why is hating punishment for ourselves? Because it feels so good in the moment, right? It's such a like release. To Blame someone else, yeah, for their it does feel good, you to blame. know. It, it feels let's talk about why it actually is a punishment. Number one is you walk around with that feeling in your body, okay? Okay, our bodies feel whatever we're thinking, yeah, they experience it, right? That's what feelings are is our body experiencing our thought, mm-hmm. and that vibration affects the things you do. Everything we do comes from a feeling. So, if you're walking around with this hate in you, you're in a prison, you can't right. create. Second is you are in survival mode and you stay there. You have like selected, like on, like if your brain had a switch, if you're hating, you are saying survival brain, you're in charge.
0: Because you can't feel hate with your higher brain.
1: Yeah. There's just your higher brain knows other ways to help you improve. Okay. So it's just knowing that I'm in survival mode if I'm hating, like that's just a fact.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Right. And this whole, I mean, the whole reason people listen to this podcast is to like, how do I get out of my survival brain? Mm -hmm. Well, your first instinct or your first clue is to how are you feeling? If you're feeling hate, that's a good sign. You're in survival brain. Your Mm -hmm. survival brain is trying to keep you safe. And there's some fear somewhere and you need to find out where it is. Um, And three is we're teaching ourselves that we can't make mistakes and that we need to punish ourselves with self-hatred and disdain. Because that's what we do to other people. Mm -hmm. And we're, like, showing ourselves. And if you ever do that, I'm going to give you the same hate that I'm giving them. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's just a prison. And so what do we do about it, Annika? (laughs) Don't you love it when I do that?
0: I don't. Because I'm, like, over here, like, yeah, what do we do about that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, tell us, please. Yeah.
1: Is there anything that you want to add to what I said before I move on to, like, what do we do about it?
0: Um... Well, I just, I just think everything that you, especially the part that hits for me is the prison part. It makes me sad because it's just like, no one has bad intentions. I, I truly do believe that. That is something I've chosen to like believe is nobody has bad intentions. Even so, if somebody hurts you, I feel like the best thing for me is to see where they're coming from and try to see how they are just trying to help themselves. They're just trying and to that feel that
1: is called Empathy.
0: Which, I, which I'm trying p- so hard to do. That's so good. But it's like, it hurts because you see how someone can hate because they are just trying to feel better. They're just trying to feel safe.
1: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And
0: it's so sad to for myself too, that when I do hate or when other people hate, it's like, you're just trying to feel safe and you're actually making everything so much harder and mm-hmm. so much worse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it just makes me sad because it's like, yeah, you really do create your own prison. Yeah.
1: And it's so sad. And what, what is it? like? How does it change things? Like say there's someone hating on you, Annika. I
0: think that, like, this, how does that
1: change for yeah. you to know that actually they're scared?
0: No, it, it changes it. It makes it less scary and more, like I said, you just kind of feel
1: bad. Yeah. Cause hate puts the other person in power. Yeah, You're in charge of my emotions. It, it's like blame, right? Blame yeah. and hate kind of go together. And it's like a prison because if, I'm making you in charge of my emotions, which means I can't feel better till you change. So I have to sit here in this prison until you change. Yeah. It's just sad. That's happening. a prison. It's just sad. Yeah.
0: And I, I, feel, I feel like we've all been there on yeah, both sides. Sure. We've all felt for that sure. hate, and we've also all felt being hated on.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And
0: it's just powerful to know this stuff because you can get yourself out of it, and if someone's hating on you, you can... Instead of being scared that someone hates you and them, react and you react can
1: pause and reflect and totally. go, hmm, what's happening here? Um, you know, I I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like blame and hate is like drinking poison but expecting someone else to die. I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that. It's like that's the same. That's thing. That's exactly poison, yeah.
0: what this all explains. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, tell us how to get out of okay. it. Okay. So the answer is always going to be compassion. And I would even go a little further and say the answer is self-compassion. Okay. Like, like with everything, start with yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to give yourself self-compassion, which is recognizing the trigger, recognizing what, you're, what is the problem, what you're struggling with, and understand that other people have felt this fear before, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not the only person in the world that is feeling this, has ever felt this, right? Like, don't isolate yourself. That's yeah. the that's the key to self-compassion. And to speak and comfort yourself how you would someone you love mm-hmm. in the same situation. That's how you implement self-compassion in your life. You know, we hear the word a lot, self-compassion, self-compassion. and um, And there's actually a way to learn the skill, and it's take those steps. Number one, Identify the problem. Number two, don't isolate yourself and remind yourself that other people have felt this. I'm a human with a lot of other humans. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm not alone. And then talk to yourself how you would someone you love, a sister, a friend. Give yourself the same that you would give someone else. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's the key. I love that. And so when you mess up and you do those steps and you're taking care of you. Then when something comes along that triggers all this hate, you can really, because you're safe with yourself, extend that to them. Oh, wow. And you can look at it as this is about them. You can see that their actions are about them. I don't have to be fearful that I'm going to do that. I'm not going to be fearful that like, if like, I can actually keep myself from doing this thing that I doesn't go with my values mm-hmm. out of love and yeah. self-compassion.
0: And actually, it's like it's, you can,
1: you, what you're actually I, trying to do with the hate is you can't actually do it. Yeah, that's
0: what I was just going to say. But
1: you can do it from a loving place.
0: Yeah. And right? it's probably going to work so much better if you do it from exactly. a loving place. It's not going to work at all if and, you do
1: it from and a loving And it's just like, it's just so interesting. It just has to be with, you can't give away what you don't have. Yeah. You know? And we've so said that hating before. other people is a really big clue that you're hating on yourself. Yeah. You have to develop it for yourself before you can give it to others. Yeah, and that's the answer.
0: Thoughts? So good, so good. I and I I love how it always comes back to. It's how you treat yourself. It always comes back to you, and I've said it so many times in this podcast. But I just love how it's you really do have control over everything because it always comes back to you how you're treating yourself what you're telling to yourself, how you're taking care of yourself. That's what it comes back to.
1: Yeah. Because if you're taking care of yourself, you can forgive yourself of your mistakes and learn from them and mm-hmm. apply them. Like there's nothing to fear. Yeah. And I think another big, a big part of it is, you know, like it's, it it's about f- being able to feel any emotion. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think hate is like one that you need to actually sit and like, find out what you're fearing and feel that Yeah. so that you can get the information, right? If you just buffer and go hate on someone, that's, I feel like that really is distracting you from the fear. It's, it's a buffer. And I think if you sit down and actually just let yourself feel the fear and let the fear tell you what you're thinking, you will be able to actually be really empowered. You know, like I actually like do the work and I can feel my emotion and If you can feel any emotion, again, right? You can handle anything. Yeah. Because everything we do is from an emotion. And if you can handle your emotions and realize that they're temporary, they come and they go and then let it pass through us and give us information, you can actually learn so much and you'll know what to do next. Yeah. And so for me, like with this whole idea, it's like the best way for me to change is to understand what it's costing me. That's just something that like works for me is like, I have bad habits, but once I talk to someone and I realize what it's costing me, that's when I can find change. It's yeah. like, I need more education about yeah. my fear. Yeah. So like, just to kind of, again, show you what it's costing you, your survival brain sees something and it creates fear. You're scared of something. You're scared that you're going to do it. You're scared that someone has control over you. I don't know. There's something you're fearing. And that moves to hate. And that hate gives you a false safety. But instead of actual safety, it's pre-punishing yourself. And you're the only one that's experiencing the punishment. You're walking around with it in you. And then it stops you from creating and it keeps you in survival brain, which makes you stuck. Wow. Because until that person changes, I have to keep hating you. And that means I'm stuck. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere you can go And from there. I think that's what helps me is to see what it's costing me. Yeah. I can't go out and create from this place. Yeah. It costs you a lot.
0: Yeah. And you can't feel love when you feel hate. Yeah. So imagine all the things you're
1: missing when you feel hate. Right. That sucks. And we all do it. Yeah. It's all so easy mm-hmm. because we all have a survival brain. So. I was just
0: about to say, I hate my survival brain. <laughs> I was just right? about to say that, right? I was just about to say that, <laughs> but the blame on my survival brain—it's just trying to help us.
1: Yeah, and, and that's like, where, and, and you that's kind of—you don't need to fear it. You just yeah. have to realize its role, and and be in charge of it. Yeah, so, so good. Anyway, so good. That's what we got for you today.
0: Thank you, Karen. See you next time thanks for listening to this episode. If you have any questions about personal coaching or group coaching, you can always go visit my mom's website at KarenEdwardsCoaching.com. There's a lot of options on there and there's a lot of benefits to coaching individually or with a group. Um, But we do hope this podcast helps you guys and gets you through your daily struggles. We love you guys and we hope you have a good rest of your day.